Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello, Nikki. Hello, Pete Wright. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Uh, we've uh, You're doing okay today. We've had a little bit of a tech support issue, but this is not planetary alignment. This is just today. Your week is actually good. I've had a great week. Uh, great week. I just, today, this morning, I'm just a little off, you know, because... Uh, my husband came home last night from being gone all week, and my son is sick this morning, and so I'm letting them sleep, and so everything's just been Are kind they of off. Actually, a bit. sleeping right now? They're still sleeping, and it's ten o'clock on Friday. Wow, time, right that's now, amazing. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's so they're a tired. Gift. They're tired. So, um, yeah, the technical stuff kind of threw me, but. Um, <laughs> My anxiety is a little high today. I don't know why. Well, but you've kind of, you know, I'm, I'm worried about my dog, worried about the blue light um, on my microphone. I can't get the recording right, but everything's fine. I'm going to take a deep breath. That's right. And be with you today and talk about passwords. <laughs> that is <laughs> so the first good. thing we're talking about. And it's amazing. The second thing we're talking about is, oh, my goodness, I got in a complete rat hole about a thing that if you experience this could be equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day if you've never touched a cigarette in your life and that that freaks me out talk about anxiety so we're going to talk about that in just a little bit and the relationship of it to adhd before we do that head over to takecontroladhd.com you can get to know us a little bit better you can listen to the show there on the website or subscribe to our mailing list uh, and uh, you'll get an email each week with uh, uh, the latest episode uh, and, and yes, we've updated our terms of service. We did, and I sent an email. <laughs> you did out. just. You joined the big boys club. I did because you know what yeah. I. You know I may be small, but someday I may be big. You, you so are small I'm but mighty. Funny. Yeah, no, I. You know, it's really funny because yes, you get these emails from all these big companies saying we did this, we did this, and really, you know, it hasn't changed much of what I would normally do anyway. I mean, I'm very no. transparent. If you don't want to be on my mailing list, then you know, unsubscribe. It's totally right. fine. Um, but yeah, I thought, you know what? Everybody else is doing it. I'm going to do it too. So well, I sent out an email 
about it. You know, it's really it, it is really important stuff just to know. And I think that's the that's the important thing. If anything, the sense of sort of industrial transparency is a good thing right. to know, not just, you know, that we have your email address, but what we do with it sometimes outside of our control. For example, you know, the, there is a feature in our mailing software that pops your name up on a map when you open your email address emails from us. We don't necessarily need that. We don't really want it. It's tracking. We don't care about it, but we have to tell you that it's happening in our terms of service. And so uh, that that's really hard. That's kind of a fine line because, you know, it's it's just default on all of these services, not just the one we use, but all of them. They're doing things that are sort of beyond our control. And, and uh, uh, so to be able to to just sort of say it out loud, this is what we do. This is what we have. We're not going to sell, and you can delete your information at any time. Please do it uh, anyway. Well, don't please don't tell them to delete their information. No, what, I mean, they like, don't know. delete. <laughs> I still want you on my email list. You got to know about promotions and the <laughs> That's right. So don't. I mean, don't. But you could. I but do don't. Special things for those people. <laughs> uh, yes, if you really don't want yeah. to be, then yeah, always. And, and, and just just in the spirit of completion, the reason everybody is doing that, we do have a question in the chat room, and I'm going to address this because it's timely. Yes. Uh, there, the reason this is happening is because today, as we record this, it's it's May 25th, and May 25th is a big day because uh, the general data protection regulations uh, have gone into effect today. This at, at midnight, you're in Europe in the EU, uh, that impacts um, anybody doing business in the EU. And these regulations define what companies are doing to with your data. And that's, that ends up being a big deal because it impacts any company doing business in the EU, even if we're not based in the EU. For example, just this morning, as soon as the regulations went into effect, Facebook and Google were saddled with $8.8 billion in lawsuits for violating GDPR immediately because the policies they put into place, these activist uh, uh, sort of attorneys have said they do not comply with the letter of GDPR. So GDPR is a big deal. It impacts anybody doing business in Europe. We have subscribers on our list that live in Europe. Therefore, we must comply with GDPR or we can be set on. And this is not just like sort of the U.S. can spam law about emailing that is rarely enforced. This is serious. They, the, the uh, actual, um, uh, you know, they, they, we can be saddled with a, a fine that equates to a percentage of total revenue uh, with, if we violate this. All companies doing business, anybody in Europe. So all of these are because of Europe. And I think it's coming to the U.S. too. California has already oh, yeah. taken the lead on this stuff with their state legislation. So we just have to be in compliance. And honestly, we're just being good citizens. So there you go. Yep. This is a tech episode only sort of, but there you go. There's our first little uh, dipping our toe into into tech. Uh, so, okay. The other thing that you can do, don't forget, head over to patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast, and you can join our Patreon uh, uh, support page. We absolutely adore uh, our patrons who, for just a couple of bucks a month, jump in, support us on our goal to actually make this as uh, a, a show you know we have this goal to sort of offset the production costs of of this show and and uh you know every month uh, more and more people who have been touched by the ADHD podcast are jumping in to support us to keep going to make this a long running uh show supporting the ADHD community we love it we thank you very very much and and we look forward to your continued support thank you 
Uh-huh. Okay. Can we talk about passwords? Not yet. Okay. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I have just a quick announcement because last week I announced at the end of the show about group coaching. You did. And I had quite a few people actually um, come on to the waiting list for that. And so I just wanted to make another announcement real quick that if you are interested in summer accountability group coaching to go to the website and uh, more information is there about how it's set up, how it works. Um, this week, we're going to have enrollment open here pretty quickly. Um, if enrollment is not open, when you go into the website, um, just put your name on the waiting list and I will get back to you with all the details. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to throw that out there because I was really pleased to see the interest um, come this week. And so, um, you know, more the merrier. So if you're interested in that, let me know. Outstanding. Now we can talk about passwords. Let's talk about passwords. So this is just an announcement because you know how much I love the 1Password. You're familiar yes. with my love for the 1Password. So the 1Password, one, it's not the 1Password. It's just 1Password. And 1Password uh, is an app. It's a password manager. It's a, it's a thing that you, you know, store your logins uh, inside of this secure vault. So you know 1Password that you type in and it gives you access to all of your other passwords. There's a shortcut key on your keyboard. So when you go to a website, you can just hit the little shortcut key and it opens your vault and automatically logs you in with this very complex password. So I love 1Password. We've talked about 1Password on the show. Here's the thing. 1Password 7 for Mac was released this last week. If you're a Mac user and a 1Password user, update immediately. Uh, and here's, here's why. Uh, they have included... Uh, part of what they include in 1Password is a service called Watchtower. And uh, Watchtower is a service that uh, allows you to, um, to see uh, if, your, if your passwords are short or they're too short or they're, uh, you know, they're easily guessable, they're dictionary definition, that sort of a thing. And uh, this latest update uh, attaches uh, haveibeenpwned.com which is a service by a security researcher uh, that actually tracks all of the breaches and, al and allows you to search manually, if you want, your email address to see if your address or uh, email address has been included in one of the myriad data breaches that are going on right now, uh, it, you know, because of our uh, reliance on cloud data. And so these services that have been hacked, uh, this service, haveibeenpwned.com, uh, will actually tell you um, you know, whether or not uh, you have been violated. Now, I logged in, I have a lot of server, I have 600 passwords in my uh, account. So over the years, I've just got a lot of them. I have, by and large, gone through and made them all unique. All of my passwords are, you know, 12 to 36 characters long. I don't know any of them. They are unique to one another. I don't have to memorize them or anything. They're all uh, encrypted. They exist on my system. And um, so uh, anyhow, this service now lets me know right on the password login, look, this password is listed in a have I been pwned breach. That means it is of the utmost importance that you change this password immediately and make it something complex because it's been sold. Like it's in a basket of data that is being sold right now. Like you've wow. been breached. Change your passwords. You don't know when people are going 
to uh, when bad actors are going to have their way with your data. And that's a huge deal. That's a, 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 a really big deal. So I would definitely, um, you know, at least even if you don't get it, so 1Password, even if you don't use 1Password, go to haveibeenpwned.com uh, and, and just search for your uh, um, search for your email address. We did this last night with a couple of my clients and found uh, many of them, their business email addresses uh, were, um, you know, uh, violated and on the uh you know on the open market the address is literally have i been pwned p w n e d so h a v e i b e e n p w n e d dot com and just enter your email address and click pwned you don't enter your password you don't enter anything like that it just searches against the um you know the number of websites that have been breached and it'll tell you, it'll tell you exactly, you've been breached in a Dropbox attack, you've been breached in a LinkedIn attack, you've been breached any number. It's P-W-N-E-D, not O. The O is gone, this is like tech, you know, this is gamerspeak. And so, pwned, P-W-N-E-D dot com. Have I been pwned dot com. Check it out, very much worth the trouble. Uh, and we discovered, because I actually have a number of accounts working with you, Nikki, that uh, mm-hmm. you had been pwned. Yeah, I was pwned, and then I corrected it. You did. You did it With fast. one password. You did. You did. And you were very proud of me. You even said, Nikki, this is this is a very proud moment. Yes, <laughs> I was proud. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It's, it was, it was, it, it's super useful, and uh, so I highly recommend uh, something like that. You know, if, if you're concerned about using a password vault, uh, absolutely. Just there's a ton of research about, uh, you know, on both on and off these uh, services sites that uh, where security researchers, you know, are looking at the actual encryption. Um, you know, that the biggest thing to be afraid of when you're using these password vaults is uh, that your uh, is, is social hacking, right? Is that somebody is going to guess your password to your vault. And that's, you know, that's on you. If you have one password and you put your one password to all of your other passwords on a sticky and you stick it on your monitor, that's on you. You're going to get hacked. You're going to get your password hacked. And and then you lose all of the stuff in your vault. And that's not great. Uh, but if you have one good password, you can change all your other passwords and, uh, you know, trust that it is in an encrypted system um, I, I did the, my own research on this and I feel solid. I trust the uh, service. I trust the company. I trust the leadership of the company. I trust the engineering team. I follow them on Twitter. Uh, I feel good that they have my best interests at heart and, uh, and, and I stick with it. But you, you have to come to that term of trust. There are people I know, there are people who just will not trust password vaults because of that one question. What if the vault gets hacked? But the alternative, in my experience, is those people end up using the same password that's dictionary guessable for every single website that they actually log into, banks, travel sites, whatever. And that is dramatically less secure than uh, than one of these uh, one of these password vaults. So your mileage may vary. Please do the research. But I, I it is, uh, you know, best practice to definitely get on board with this stuff using it so far. So what does this have to do with cigarettes? We're changing now. You're changing topic. That this was my digital contribution for the week. Oh, that's a different topic. Yep, that was that's a different topic. Oh, I thought that was going to be something to do with passwords. Not okay, at all. Sorry. No. Are we done with passwords? Any questions about passwords? Because I'll move. I'm on. I'll move on. Okay. Okay. Nikki, have you seen this meme going on? Uh, by the time you're 35, have you seen this? 
No. It's on social media. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter. Uh, by the by, age thirty five, you should have dot dot dot. And it started from Market Watch, Mar- CBS Market Watch Twitter account. They posted this thing, uh, this this link that said, you know, by thirty five, you should have twice your salary saved, according to retirement experts. Okay, which say what you will about that that number or that financial advice probably makes a lot of sense. You should do that. But the internet went crazy. The internet responded, of course, and what started with snarky comments about, you know, how far away many people were from actually having twice their salary saved in in this economy, right? It went totally sideways. And so uh, people started responding to MarketWatch. By 35, you should realize that most people have no idea what they're doing and will just try to get by in the world. Or by 35, you should have had two existential crises at minimum. Uh, by 35, you should have at least three body pains that come and go with no rhyme or reason and can't be explained by a physician. <laughs> by 35, you should have a box of full of various mystery cables you can't get rid of. You know, oh, that's, that's certainly true. my house. Uh, by 35, you should have figured out that 35 isn't that old. That's so true. I like especially that. Especially when you're 45. Right. You know, that's that's the one that hit me. It, it's not that old. And the older I get, the the, you know, the younger 35 seems. It really, yeah, I know. So uh, God, that that too. really hit me. And that same day, I was reading this meme and getting, you know, exactly the same level of chuckles that you might expect out of a meme like this. Uh, Rachel Royer in the chat room, there in the uh, Facebook group posts, do you normally get a lot more lonely with ADHD? And left it at that. And that conversation totally spun off the rails pretty quickly there was some some good comments and then it went into you know world of warcraft's upcoming uh, expansion pack and the number of discord servers we're all on and slack servers which is all super impressive but i kept coming back to this like day after day does this question have legs because i've heard people talk about it and i had never researched it myself and i you know i think it does i think it does have legs uh, but that's based on my own experience, uh, you know, and my experience says that, well, my bucket list is overflowing and I have these great experiences and accomplishments and things I'm proud of. I move in and out of feelings of connection. Right. And mm-hmm. in spite of a loving family and a partner, and uh, it's really too easy to feel disconnected from the rest of the world and and, um, you know, from friends and colleagues and, and to become profoundly lonely. And mm-hmm. so how is this connected to ADHD? Well, I don't I don't know. But uh, Ned Hallowell seems to agree. Uh, he has mm-hmm. written about it in his own work. And he, in fact, codified it in uh, his seven habits of highly effective ADHD adults. Uh, and I won't go through all seven, uh, but numbers five and six are, I think, important. Ask for and heed advice from people you trust and ignore the dream breakers and finger waggers. And number six Make sure you keep up regular contact with a few close friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, if Ned says it, we should probably listen to it. So then I agree. Right. So yes. then I stumbled on this book from Dr. Robert Brooks. And the, the book is called Reflections on Mortality, Insights into Meaningful Living. And I have to share wow. this passage. So uh, bear with me just a little bit while I, I read a bit. Dr. Vivek Murthy, former U.S. Surgeon General, was interviewed by Felice Freyer for an article that appeared last month in the Boston Globe. Murthy highlighted a condition that he believes is more prevalent than many people realize and represents a major health issue, including a heightened risk for cardiovascular disease and chronic illness. He noted that its effect on mortality was similar to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. 
What is this condition that is so injurious to our health? Loneliness. In the interview with Freyer, Murthy asserted that loneliness, quote, places the body in a chronic stress state and increases inflammation levels. Essentially, that data is telling us that loneliness kills. Murthy recently published a thought-provoking article in the Harvard Business Review examining the presence and impact of loneliness in the workplace. He defined loneliness as the subjective feeling of having inadequate social connections and noted rates of loneliness have doubled since the 1980s and affected people of all ages and socioeconomic backgrounds across the country. How does that hit you? Makes me sad. (laughs) Yeah. That is the saddest face. I cut back to your camera and your face was so sad. I am. I'm really sad. It makes me sad. Yeah. It makes me sad. And I, and, and, and I, I, um, you know, for a couple of reasons, I specifically because I work with, um, you know, I work with a lot of clients and I have, I've seen this, I've heard this before in, in my clients, you know, feeling like, um, they wish they had more social interaction or they feel like something's missing or, you know, they, they get into that, that state of loneliness. And, and, you know, I think that like what you were saying before, I I can relate to it too, especially with my anxiety Mm -hmm. Um, and probably are more sad about it today because my anxiety is high today right Mm -hmm. now. So yeah, it just makes me feel sad. And, and, um, and I, yeah, I don't know. I have to sit with this, I think. It's it, it's worth sitting with it. And and it's one of those sort of catch-22 issues. But the, there are a couple of things that stood out to me. Number one is that because of the way loneliness sort of manifests, right, the, the subjective feeling of having inadequate social connections, if you feel lonely, you are lonely, right? It doesn't matter if there are people around you, if you are part of a loving family, if you feel lonely, that is your experience. That is really important because so many people, like the the response uh, is, oh gosh, you're lonely. You need to meet more people, right? You need to have more friends or join more groups or, or get out more. If you are in a state of profound loneliness, you're in a state of illness, right? This is a sickness mm-hmm. and you are not capable of exerting the the will, the institutional, constitutional will to join groups and go make friends. You can't do that. You are profoundly misunderstood. That's likely where it comes from. And that's that is that gets back to my connection to ADHD. And and I think, you know, other conditions that manifest in this in, in this one potential outcome, which is ADHD is a condition in which you already feel massively misunderstood by the world. Right. 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 That is an isolationist experience. That is an experience that puts you in the corner. That's the dirty dancing baby is in the corner. Right. 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 We don't want to put baby in the corner. Swayze didn't put baby in the corner. No, he did not. He threw her up in the air and caught her. Yes, he did. (laughs) In the water. He put baby in the corner. So the, the trick with loneliness is, is I, I think, fascinating. So this is what I've been reflecting on. It, yeah. it, it, loneliness, uh, combating loneliness has to be a community effort because it's one of those things that you can't do yourself. You, it's very difficult, uh, challenging to, to find the will to go, you know, Medicaid or you know, whatever. You can't do it. And we don't actually do well at conditioning ourselves, uh, you know, to get to get through this state. We don't, we aren't taught the skills of doing this, right? I mean, this is not something we're taught in school. There's so many interventions that we're taught in school and, and we're not taught this one. 
so here are some other uh, other things. You know, when your um, relationships uh, cannot be dictated, but they can be influenced. And so when you are feeling strong, it is endemic on all of us to actually go out and 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 be more aware of those who may be lonely uh, without us. If you haven't seen a friend or colleague in a while, you should reach out and talk to them. Uh, you know, positive relationships, says this um, Murthy, uh, Dr. Murthy, positive relationships are forged and resilience is reinforced when people are engaged in activities that enrich the lives of others. I've heard that before. Yeah. How yeah. so? In the sense that, um, well, when I was doing the happiness um, project, you know, when I was reading the happiness yeah. project that, that, and I don't remember if it was actually from Gretchen Rubin or if it was something I read somewhere else, but that volunteering and doing things for other people um, help you feel, you know, I don't know. This sounds kind of weird, but but brings joy in your life. Yeah. It brings happiness to your to your life because you're helping somebody else out. You're yeah. you're giving yourself to somebody else that is in need. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. uh, here's another one. High quality relationships must be grounded in love and informed by kindness, compassion, and generosity. Uh, Murthy cautioned that although these qualities are often interpreted as soft at work, in particular. In fact, studies show that positive emotions enhance performance and resilience. Nikki, we do not teach love informed by kindness, compassion, and generosity in school. Well, no. Mm -mm. We, don't, we don't teach that. We, some, you know, there are communities and teachers that attempt to model it, but, but we don't teach it. And the thing that, uh, uh, that comes out of this for me, if you're a manager, model and invite others to model how to build stronger relationships. Uh, it, it seems counterintuitive to uh, assist others uh, who are feeling lonely to ask those people, the lonely people to, to help other people feel less lonely. But you know what? That experience helps build a connection that's mutually affirming, right? That is right, something right. that helps the, defeat the cycle of loneliness. And you have to yeah. be more aware of that. It is our responsible, responsible to help, uh, responsibility to help one another. So, you know, I, model generosity and grace and model openness and be aware mm -hmm. of those around you who are observably lonely and reach out to them, show them what inclusiveness looks like, knock on doors, you know, invite the light in, so to speak. Yeah. It's really, really important. And, and so I don't want to get stuck too much in this, uh, you know, in this sort of chicken or the egg discussion, but uh, the, the uh, apparently the United Kingdom uh, or Britain specifically has a minister of loneliness now and uh, we'll see what happens with the minister of loneliness but this is a, a passage i wanted to share out of this work the world is suffering from an epidemic of loneliness if we cannot rebuild strong authentic social connections we will continue to splinter apart in the workplace and in society instead of coming in coming instead of coming together to take on the great challenges before us we will retreat to our corners angry sick and alone we must take action now to build the connections that are the foundation of strong companies and strong communities and that ensure greater health and well-being for all of us. Mm -hmm. That's that. right. Uh, so I, I think that it's, uh, you know, for me, this, this whole concept is, is pretty powerful and I've been really reflecting on it this week. And I think, um, you know, I think the, um, the, the questions that come out of, 
of a discussion about loneliness for me, you know, what happens, how it spirals into sort of depressive cycles and, and how it is in fact cyclical and how it is in fact related directly to, for me, you know, and speaking about ADHD related to, you know, my projects and feeling misunderstood about my projects and feeling like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not moving in the right direction or that things are too slow. Um, you know, these are things that, that I, you know, loneliness perpetuates itself. When you right. start feeling alone, you become more and more lonely. And um, it, it, uh, you know, it's the same old saw. You need to be able to think about building the relationships when you are feeling strong so that those people are the ones who can help you get out of it when you're feeling weak. That's my thought for the day. I'm glad that this actually resonated with you and you were able to, to uh, be able to reflect and share with our listeners because I think it's important. And I think in today's society, um, you know, every week we are getting information on the news about another school shooting. And, uh, I have to say that, you know, what you hit here is something you, you said, it's not taught in schools. And I hope that changes because if that was taught in schools, would we see some decline in what these young people are feeling? I don't know. I don't want to have a debate on what is the cause because we don't know. Um, but this just hit, hit me when you were talking about this. Yeah. I, it's a, you know, if, if anything, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily need to think about, um, those sort of specific things, but I, I do think that we can do a better job of relating to one another. And, and this gets me back to the meme by 35. Right. I, it took me decades to figure out how to look my best male friends straight in the eye and say, I love you, right? That was so hard. It, it was so hard to figure that out, to look at my friends who are not my family, who are not my wife and say, I love you. I love you for who you are in my life. I love you for what you represent when I'm lonely. I love you for being able to reach out to me when I need it and drag right. me out. And I love you for going to stupid movies, right? Like right. <laughs> that is a, that is a level of vulnerability that we aren't taught and it is incredibly frustrating. Uh, and, and I, I hope that, um, you know, I hope we are getting better at it. I hope we are. I'm seeing these sort of isolated bits where, uh, these, these experiences where teachers are getting better at it, where institutions are getting better at it, where, where companies are getting better at it. Uh, but it's, I, I feel like we're, ugh feel like we're a long way off. Thanks for putting, thanks for putting up with my diatribe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right? So many ways we could go with this, but yeah, I think we're good today. Yeah. Don't, (laughs) uh, yeah. Be, beware of the isolation that comes with ADHD. That's the, that's the connection because it can lead to, it can lead to something that many people are experiencing ADHD or not, but that is a trigger for those of us who are living with it. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. all I've got. Thank it's you. Great. Yes. Thank you, Pete. Well, thank you, Nikki. Okay. Thanks for uh, thanks for I, I love these Pete sessions. Well, Pete I like sessions. To, I like to drive these sessions. So change your passwords, Bye. everybody. Change your passwords and don't smoke. And get connected. And get connected. But mostly passwords right. and smoking. Yeah. You're okay. Connect in your own like <laughs> way that you need to connect. Like we're not telling you to go join a group. Like, no. you know, although if you want to be a part of my accountability group. Yes, or our Patreon <laughs> subscribers. We sure would love that, too. Come so on. either one. Yeah, could jump on in. Thank you, everybody. You for. We have to make some light. Right. Stuff, right? Get all the dark. That's right. Stuff.
Uh, thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening to this show. We sure appreciate your participation. And thanks, uh, double, double, triple thanks uh, for our, our patrons, patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. We hope you'll consider supporting the show. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. Uh, I'm going to go tell a man I love him. Awesome. <laughs> Me too. All right. <laughs> 